This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Now, and this channel will be occupied by WLS. Good evening, everyone. You are now listening to WLS, the voice of Prairie Farmer, America's oldest farm paper, Chicago. Good evening, everyone. The makers of Johnson's Wax give you another gay gathering going the gamut from gorgeous glissandos to gleeful gusto with Rico Marcelli's orchestra, Kay Donna, and Marion and Jim as that hocus-pocus husband and watchful wife, Fibber McGee and Molly. Marcelli and his men give us what might be the glow coat song from Linoleum. You do something to me. Pour it on, Rico. One million housekeepers have discovered that Johnson's Glow Coat is the easiest, quickest floor polish they've ever used. For Glow Coat requires no rubbing or buffing. It dries in 20 minutes and, without help from you, gives your floors a beautiful, sparkling polish. Dirt can't stick to the shining surface. Soil spots wipe off easily. If your linoleum is dull and dingy, Glow Coat will quickly make it gleam like new again with practically no work on your part. And here's a suggestion. You can save as much as one-third by buying the larger size can. Why not order some glow coat from your dealer right away and make your kitchen floor bright and cheerful for Thanksgiving Day?
It's a busy day at 79 Westful Vista. The McGee's are getting ready for Thanksgiving in a big way. Molly's in the kitchen, aided by a little teeny. As Fibber, in the living room, settles himself in his big easy chair and prepares to read the evening paper. Oh, I had a hound with a very bad habit. Always chased a polecat instead of a rabbit. I ho, don't give up the ship. Uh-huh. Let's see what the paper says. <clears throat> New train with diesel engine makes record run over the Rockies. <laughs> Bet you could make a riddle out of that. If a dozen diesels drove daily from Dallas to Denver... Fibber! Fibber! Oh, shucks. Maggie! Huh? Uh, yes, my love. You want me, Molly? Yes, I do. I want you to come out to the kitchen and help me make out... Hey, the Molly, did you read here where this here feller suggests the government ought to pay for election campaigns? <laughs> shucks, we already got the best elections money can buy. McGee, quit stalling. Stalling? Why, Molly, you don't mean that, Molly. Just because the fellow... On your feet, McGee. Okay. I was just going to come out to see if I could give you a hand on anything. What you want? I'm making up my list for Thanksgiving stuff whilst my fruitcake is baking. And I want you to write them down as I call them off. Okay. Oh, uh, hello there, Teeny. Hi, Mr. McGee. How you getting along with your work? I'm getting along dandy, I betcha. Mrs. McGee is going to let me make a little pie all by myself. Well, a little pie. Well, now that's something, ain't it? What kind of a pie? A minskin? Hmm? I says you're going to make a minskin pie? Minskin pie? And what might that be, McGee? Mean to say you never heard of a minskin pie, Molly? Half mince and half pumpkin? <laughs> Why, shucks. When I was camp cook at Camp Custer... You made custard pies, I bet you. <laughs> I was going to say, when I was camp cook, I always made minskin pies for Thanksgiving. You see, I'd take a can of pumpkin and a pint of mincemeat, mix them up together. Here, hold this box of raisins. <clears throat> okay. What shall I do with it? And hold this, too. Oh, well, all right. Now, then, we've got plenty of raisins, plenty of popcorn. Or is that plenty of popcorn in the box, McGee? I don't know. Let's see. Don't sound like enough to me, Molly. Me either, I betcha. Oh, dear. Well, we'll have to get some more, then. I wonder if six pies will be enough. Uh, how many are you expecting for dinner Thanksgiving, Molly? I'll, I'll figure it out for you. Twelve. And how can you figure it? Oh, by algebra, Molly. You divide twelve people by three, one, four, one, six. What's three, one, four, one, six? Why, that's pie. <laughs> <laughs> you get it, Molly? I said oh, you divide... ain't funny, McGee. Okay. Keep out of that cider. Shucks, can't a feller taste it once? Once? <laughs> once, is it? How many times has he tasted that cider, Tee? Oh, shucks. He, he tasted one bottle all up, I bet you. Who, <laughs> <laughs> me? Why, shucks, I... Mm, say, what is that that smells so good? That's me fruitcake, McGee. Mm-hmm. It's... No, 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 don't be opening the oven door. Me cake will fall. Oh, shucks, it won't another. I'd have caught it. You sure would have caught it. From me. Now then, what else do we want? A lot of vegetables, some donuts, walnuts. Are you writing them down, McGee? Nope, I can remember them. Donuts, walnuts, and this popcorn. Uh, take this box, Molly. Hey, I never heard of this kind of popcorn. Torpedo brand popcorn. A kick in every kernel. <laughs> Where'd you get that, Molly? I bought it from a peddler. He said it was real good. Never heard of it. 
Here, here, don't set it on the hot stove. <laughs> don't worry about that stuff, Poppin'. They ain't a pop into a package, Molly. And I ought to know, too. Why, Mr. McGee? Why, shucks, Teeny. On account of because I used to be the biggest popcorn producer at Packers Point. Why, my popcorn used to pop so loud, I sold more of it on the 4th of July than I did all the rest of the year. <laughs> Why, when a purchaser picked a package of Packers Point popcorn, he got... A box of nutmeg. No, sir, he got... <laughs> oh, oh, I get it. You want me to write down a box of nutmeg? McGee, we've got to go out and do some shopping. Now, is the car running? You betcha. Runs like a watch. And why not? <laughs> you bought it on time. <laughs> yes, and they give me the works, too. <laughs> what else we need, Molly? Well, let's see. Now, we've no turnips, no carrots, no onions, no cranberries. No rubbing, no buffing. Be quiet, McGee. I'm trying to concentrate. Oh, okay. McGee, let the cider alone. I thought you was trying to concentrate. <laughs> I was just fixing the cork in tight, Molly. Sure, I suppose you was going to pound it in with a drinking glass. Oh. Hey, Mrs. McGee, if you go out for a ride shopping, can I go with you? Hmm? Please, can I? May I, Teeny? Oh, <laughs> you're going anyway, I betcha. <laughs> well, we'll be glad to have you come along, and I'll show you how an expert picks vegetables. Why, I mind the time I had me a little truck farm down in... Oh, oh heavenly days, now, who could that be? How does me hair look? It's okay. It looks dandy, I bet you. I'll go see who it is, Molly. Probably one of the neighbors wants my advice on how to... Oh, hello there, Geraldine. What's on your mind? Hello, Mr. McGee, and Mrs. McGee and Teeny. <laughs> I just ran over to buy a couple of eggs if you can spare them. Oh, yeah. Gerald always calls them prairie oysters. <laughs> he says they're only good to eat in the months that have Wednesday in them. Wednesday? <laughs> isn't that ridiculous? I mean, isn't it really? Well, I, I guess we can let you have an egg or two, Geraldine, but why... Oh, you... I know. You're wondering why our chickens don't give us some eggs. Yeah. <laughs> well, Jerry says he doesn't know either. <laughs> he says they're union hens and he doesn't know whether they're laying off or off laying. <laughs> <laughs> Them, their eyes. 
You've got that certain cute way of flirting with them. There are. You make me feel happy. You make me blue. Ain't stalling. I'm falling in a great big way for you. My heart is jumping. You sure started something with them. There are. You better look out if you're wise. They sparkle. They bubble. They're gonna get you in a whole lot of trouble. There's no use shirking them. There's danger lurking in them. There are. Or there's danger in your eyes, but I don't care. I give up paradise, Chevy. Your love to share. Just tell me when and where we'll have our love affair. There's danger in your eyes, Sherry, for me, but I don't care. Cold, I still love you the time to see them there are. You've got that certain way of flirting, them there are. You make me feel happy. Oh, baby, you make me blue. Ain't stalling. I'm falling in a baby way for you. My heart is jumping. You sure started something with them there eyes. You'd better look out if you're wise. They spark and bubble. They're going to get you in lot of trouble. Them their eyes, them their eyes. He has a turkey here for Mrs. McGee. Oh, heavenly days. I wanted it delivered to Wistful Vista. <laughs> well, shucks, Molly. As long as you're going to get the bird anyway. <laughs> Might as well get it now as any time. Come on in, boy. Gee, I'm sorry if I butted in, but Mrs. McGee said she wanted the turkey delivered tonight, and I now, thought... Now, then, that's all right, uh, Mr., uh, Mr., uh... Bolin. Joe Bolin, ma'am. Uh, sit down over there, bud, and listen to the rest of the broadcast. Well, what's the matter, Mr. Bolin? Didn't you ever see a studio before? Nope, I never did. Gee, I always did want to sing on the radio. Oh, <laughs> are you a singer, Joe? Would you like to sing on this program? Well, I guess I don't mind starting at the bottom. <laughs> ah, where'd you study? Bass Lake, Indiana. Oh, a bass singer. <laughs> Done a lot of hog calling in my time. They say I got a real powerful voice. Listen. Woo! <laughs> 
here, 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 here. Chop that suey, bud. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Uh, Marcelli started to play something anyway, so you just join in and sing the chorus. Uh, there's a slight charge for the use of the microphone. Maggie. But... <laughs> now, go ahead, Marshmallow. Stand by. <laughs> Up a lazy river where the old mill run Meets lazy, lazy river in the noonday sun Linger in the shade of a kind old tree Throw away your troubles, dream a dream with me Up a lazy river where the robin song Awakes a bright new morning we can loaf along on the air. And now, with the wink of an eye and a tongue in the cheek, we switch the scene to where Fibber and Molly and Teeny are riding along a country road, looking for a vegetable stand. McGee, how much gas did you put in? Oh, shucks, Molly, plenty. Five quarts, anyway. You warming up, Teeny? Mm-hmm. I'm dandy, I bet you. How far are we going? What's say, Teeny? How far are we going? Oh, I don't know. Till we come to a... Stop, McGee. Stop the car. There's a vegetable stand. Oh, okay. <laughs> Gotta get them brakes fixed. <laughs> My, this looks like they might have all the vegetables and stuff we'll need. You want to get out, Teeny? Yes, please. Chuck, they don't seem to be nobody around here. Blow your horn, McGee. <laughs> Betcha. She looks kind of grouchy, too. Must have woke her up or something. Hi, ma'am. Good afternoon. How do you do? I see you have some vegetables and stuff for sale. Yes, we have it for sale, but I'm sure I don't know why, because nobody ever seems to stop and want any. But if you're sure you want something, I'll do what I can, but it probably won't be much. <laughs> How about some turnips, ma'am? Got any turnips? Yes, I got some turnips, but I don't know if you'll want them after you see them, because the turnips we got this year ain't done so good. But after all, what I say is that turnip's a turnip, and you can't make a bark that tear out of it. Step around to the barn, please. Sure, ma'am, lead the way. 
Better come around this way. The other side of the yard's kind of tore up. We tore it up because we thought we was going to plant some plum trees, but we didn't. Um, real optimist, ain't she? <laughs> she? Why did she talk like that, Mr. McGee? She probably shouted herself hoarse when Grover Cleveland was elected and never got over it. Madam, are you the farmer's daughter? Why, yes, I'm the daughter. Well, I'm the traveling salesman, and I have here a can of the finest, no-rubbing floor polish you can possibly buy. Notice this attractive yellow can. See this lettering, Johnson's Glow Coat. This liquid polish is so easy to use. Why, you merely spread a little glow coat lightly over your floors or linoleum. You can do the whole room in a few minutes' time. When the surface is covered, go away and forget about it for 20 minutes. Come back and find your floor gleaming like new with a bright, protective polish. A polish that resists dirt and wear and keeps your floors sparkling for weeks at a time. Think how much time and work it will save you. Think how much better your linoleum will look. And remember, you don't have to do any rubbing or buffing when you use Johnson's Glow Coat, the remarkable liquid floor polish made by the makers of Johnson's Wax. And now, if you'll excuse me, folks, I've got some more calls to make, so I'll be running along. Easy there, easy. Whoa, easy there. No, no, whoa, no, no, whoa. Oh, What's no. the horse's name, mister? No, no. No rubbing, no buffing. So long, folks. Giddy up, man. What a seed the boy has there. <laughs> Real nice farm you got here, too, man. Yes, but it ain't what it was for the chinch bugs and the wheat rust and the corn borers got it. What kind of vegetables do you say you wanted? Oh, some turnips and some, uh, some carrots and some squash and maybe a pumpkin or two. Yeah, that's a Plymouth Rock hen, Jeannie. You can always tell Plymouth Rocks on account of because they's always eating gravel. That's a pheasant. Oh. <laughs> that's a pheasant, Jeannie. You just look over the vegetables if you want and pick out what you need, and if you don't see what you want, never mind, because we probably ain't got none anyway. <laughs> All right. Well, now let's see some turnips. This here kind of reminds me of a farm I used to have, ma'am. Yes, sir. I, I thought you'd like to hear about it. My farm was the biggest one in the state. Twenty round miles. You mean twenty square miles, McGee? Nope. Round miles. We figured in round miles on account of the crop rotation. <laughs> <laughs> that there harness on the wall there reminded me. I had me a team of horses once. Used them to haul gunpowder for the government. Never forget one time I was jogging along in a light buckboard loaded down with gunpowder when I lit my pipe and tossed the match behind me, right into the gunpowder. Well, I hope your horses was better than the poor brutes we got. They're so lazy, we have to lay them down on the ground to shoe them. What was you saying about the harness? <laughs> oh, nothing. That, that just reminded me of the gunpowder and me tossing a lighted match into it. Well, ain't you interested in what happened, ma'am? No, I guess not. Well, I am, Mr. McGee. What happened? <laughs> Shucks, plenty. Burned half the gunpowder up before I could stomp her out. This <laughs> 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 ain't funny, McGee. <laughs> well, how you coming, Molly? All right, McGee. My, I think these are real nice vegetables, ma'am. Oh, I guess they're all right, only we don't eat so much. We eat what we can, and what we can't eat, we can. 
What's your name, little girl? Tina. Real nice young and ain't she, ma'am? Oh, I guess she is. Seems though her cheeks are real red. Looks kind of feverish. Don't seem so full of life and play like I was when I was a girl. Are you finding what you want, lady? Sure, McGee, you can start carrying this stuff out to the car. Okay, uh, but maybe we'd better get it all together first, and then you can tell better how much you owe. <laughs> you mean then I can help you carry it? Oh, oh, shucks, Molly, I never thought of such a thing. Uh, have an apple, Tini? Thank you. Those are real good apples, only I wouldn't eat it till you wash it off, because we spray them with arsenic, mm. and folks say it ain't very good for you to eat arsenic. <laughs> Oh, my goodness, I don't know why not. The pigs seem to thrive on it. It's real cold today, ain't it? <laughs> yeah, yes, it is. And just this kind of a day, I had me that funny experience with the rawhide harness. You want to hear about it, ma'am, while Molly finishes picking out the vegetables? <laughs> don't step in the whitewash bucket there, little girl. All right, thank you. I won't. I thought you'd want to hear about it. Well, sir, this here harness I had was made of rawhide. Real good and strong, too. Only one day, a day just like this here one, I was driving home and a pelting rain come up. Up or down, Mr. McGee? Well, don't be so fussy, Jimmy. Well, sir, that there rawhide harness begun to stretch inch by inch, foot by foot, as it got wetter and wetter, till the horses was 30 foot ahead of the wagon. Why, <laughs> shucks, I think that'll never do. So you know what I done? Try them onions, too, lady. Well, sir, I... <clears throat> Are you listening to me, ma'am? Not very close. <laughs> well, sir, when that there harness started stretching, I leapt off the wagon, run ahead, and got onto one of the horses and rode him home. By that time, the harness had stretched so much that the wagon was away out of sight behind. So I unhitched, put the team up, and tied the reins around the stump into the front yard. And say, the next morning, I got up an hour or so after sunrise, which the heat of the sun had started to shrink the harness again, and I was just in time to look out the window and see the wagon pull into the yard. <laughs> Don't you see? The sun had dried her out and took up the slack in the harness. What do you think of that? Seems to me a body ought to be more careful than throwing a match in a wagon load of gunpowder. Yes, no. <laughs> Say, what? Oh, shut <laughs>
only hope that Fibber and Molly and all of you have a happy Thanksgiving and that you'll be with us next Monday night at this same hour and that you will have recovered from that turkey dinner enough to... Hey, Harpo. Well, Fibber, are you in again? Uh, I just wondered if, if you know anything about zoology. Zoology? Mm. Why, of course. What do you want to know, my boy? Well, sir, I was just figuring, son. Uh, <laughs> Thursday is Thanksgiving, and everybody wants a drumstick, and they being only two drumsticks to a bird... If the turkey could be crossed successful with the centipede, why, they'd make it easy. <laughs> Come back here. Oh, well, you be thinking about that, Harper. Well, that was a swell theory of Fibber's, but we don't think he has a leg to stand on, scientifically. <laughs> anyway, come back with us next Monday night at this same hour, when we'll join Fibber, McGee, and Molly as they conduct a sidewalk broadcast and interview passers-by on important questions. Until then, may we remind you that just as the best housekeepers use Johnson's Wax and Johnson's Glow Coat to keep their houses clean and shining so the most particular car owners keep their cars sparkling with Johnson's Auto Wax and Cleaner. This is Groucho Wilcox, one of the Floor Wax Brothers. Good night. National Broadcasting Company.